All right, guys, the time has come. The end of Hot Best Ball Summer and the end of Randomizer Season 4. Yes, I can't believe this. We have done this four summers in a row. I always like to go out on a high note. Tonight, I have a very special guest. It's none other than Brett Coleman. You guys know him from the film room on Twitter, his excellent YouTube channel. All kinds of great content coming out from Brett. And tonight, we are going to run him through the ringer with a randomizer best ball draft. That's right. 18 picks, all of them dictated by the wheel prompts that you guys have selected. Let's do it. It's the final randomizer. Wow. Underdog fantasy with the randomizer draft. You piece of shit. Wilson! Wilson! It's glowing heart. I like big bulls, so I cannot lie. Let's bring one of your dogs... Hey, football fans, Scott Hansen from NFL Red Zone here. Welcome to the Randomizer. Pete, take it away. All right, we got Brett Coleman joining us here from, that's sunny Los Angeles, right? You're always on the move, but I'm pretty sure you're in Los Angeles right now. Yes, yes, right right in downtown LA. It's funny that you had Scott, Scott on last week. Uh, I used to work with him on a good old NFL Red Zone back in the day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're kind of, you know, he carried a football around for the entire episode. You're carrying your mic around. So I feel like you're picking up right where he left off. Hey, I, I will say, uh, by the way, speaking of Scott, the stories about him are completely true. He does not go to the restroom at all for seven straight hours on Sunday. Also, does not drink coffee. Not a coffee guy. That's just his natural energy level. He is uh, he's an Iron Man of the highest caliber. Uh, yeah, he he is impressive. We did have a few prompts related uh, to that. And uh, yeah, I'm doing my own marathon stream tomorrow. I'm going to go from like 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. because I'm wrapping up all of my streamed best ball mania drafts. And I've started to get questions about going to the bathroom, but I don't have an iron bladder like Scott Hansen. I will take breaks to go to the bathroom and I'll just let my guests vamp and host the show while I go. That's that's how I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm going to try to do 12 hours on Sunday week one. So we'll we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Wait, where are you doing? Uh, uh, by the way, I just dropped the link in the Discord. If you guys want to hop in this draft with us, uh, $3 uh, private draft. I just got that there. It's in the chat as well if you guys want to join. But uh, what are you going to be doing a 12-hour stream for? Uh, I th I'm going to try to go from 9.30 a.m. my time, which is half hour before the 1 p.m. game kickoff. Yeah, and I'm going to go like as long as I physically can. So I'm going to try to go to the end of Sunday night. I'm going to have the whiteboard going. We'll be doing like live pickums and everything uh, during the games. So I don't know. I've never done anything like that, at least not by myself. Obviously, I did a bunch of, you know, Sundays at Red Zone, but 12 hours is a lot different than seven. So we'll see how that oh. goes. I'm pretty sure, wasn't it, uh, Mason, Fantasy Flock? I want to say he did a couple 24-hour streams last summer. And I I mean... Mason, I just... No, Mason doesn't count. Mason's not human. He, he, <laughs> does, not he, does human. Not, he does not count at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was just sitting there. I was like, I was actually talking to my wife uh, today. And I was like, I, I was like, I think I could do a 12-hour stream if I really needed to. Like, I could probably... But I'm like, once you're in that 24-hour, I'm like, it would take me two days to recover. Everything would get thrown to shit. I'm like, I, I can't do that. No, it's not possible. He, I, I don't know how Mason does it. I'll be honest. Like as, he, as far as everybody in like the fantasy space, uh, in terms of like who clearly is a different species, I, I would, I would put Mason as top of the yes. list. Yes. 
you know, I used to joke about outworking people, and then I saw Mason, who's literally outworking everyone. So, uh, but hey, I don't want to—I don't want to sell you short either, man. You are—I was texting with uh, Nick BDGE. I know you were out in New York last mm -hmm. weekend with him. He was saying that you were running around getting shots and videos at two a.m. I mean, don't sell yourself short as a hustler, Brett. Yeah, no, I was—I was out in Brooklyn. Uh, actually that DeAndre Hopkins episode comes out tomorrow. Now that I think about it, mm. uh, I, I shot that middle of the night in Brooklyn and then, you know, I was, do, I was doing the BDGE draft the next day and then we went to central park. We shot Dexter Lawrence episode. We were, we were out and about for like a solid five days. Yeah. I was checking out some of you, you, you know, you're doing, you're in the middle of the forest doing a Geno Smith episode. It does seem <laughs> like you have fallen in love with the idea of like, where are the most fun, unique places that I can make content, which I love. And then just the like tech aspect and the production of it, I get overwhelmed. And I'm like, Oh man, how, how would I even pull that off? I'm, I'm learning as I go. That's for sure. Uh, and I, I do genuinely enjoy kind of blending travel with you know making football content it, it feels like it's a niche that has not been served yet and so if people you know get a little little bit of like a uh, little travel content to go with learning about geno smith throwing deep balls you know seems like a good mix all right brett well we're off to the races in this draft and i'm going to tell you right now we have our work cut out for us tonight because we are on the turn and that is particularly difficult for the randomizer because we do have to spin the wheel before every pick. So what it means is we're going to have back-to-back -back picks of just like absolute chaos and then 23 picks of kind of chilling out. So I'm going to I'm going to have my work cut out for me as a host tonight trying to pace these prompts and the wheel spins and you're going to have your work cut out for you trying to fulfill these prompts in back-to-back -back fashion. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> So I will in a second here, once this draft starts, I'll probably, what I'll probably do is do the first one a little early. We'll try to get one out of the way and then be ready for the second one here. But as this draft gets underway, I think you're coming in a little blind on the randomizer, right? You were just like, let's just go with the flow and see what happens. All I know is that it's fun. That's, that's the only <laughs> thing I, I know what's happening. Hey, if that's the reputation uh, of the randomizer, I will certainly take that. We are going to spin the wheel here and see what we got going here. Pete, as Jim Earsay, is going to try to trade JT to Brett, who's going to play Chris Greer in this situation here. Uh, and I want I want Jalen Waddle. And if I can succeed in getting you to give me Jalen Waddle, we get to take whoever. If not, select Braxton Berrios. So I'm going to try to get into character here as Jim Earsay. Uh, I'm going to get on the phone here with uh, with Chris Greer. Uh, hey, Chris. Greer, are you there? Yeah, hey, Chris. Chris. What's up? Yeah, it was just, um, you know, we got about 19, uh, we got about 19 offers right now for JT. And I figured uh, you guys are pretty hard pressed for running backs. So you might be, uh, might be interested in our guy. Yeah, uh, no, I was for sure interested. You know, Jeff Wilson uh, just got hurt. So what'd you have in mind? Yeah, no, I was just thinking, um, I say that guy, Jalen Waddle, he's like your second wide receiver. I mean, I mean, just second guy. I mean, uh, probably just barely ahead of Braxton Berrios on the pecking order. I figure you toss him in, uh, maybe two up while you're at it and uh we'll send jt your way uh so so let me get this straight the guy that you don't want to pay the guy that you deem not to be valuable enough to expend extend is worth the quarterback and jalen waddle all right yeah okay I'll, I'll, let's take two off the table i mean we're really happy with anthony richardson i mean he he's hitting the broadside of a barn these days we're really stoked about his rushing ability uh, how about just jalen waddle i mean he's your he's your second wide receiver i mean you you have zero running backs and you have two wide receivers why, why i mean this makes so much sense 
The same Jalen Waddle that is seventh all time in receptions in their first two seasons, despite having a couple little injuries here and there. He's still <laughs> one of the most productive receivers in the history of the sport. You're going to give me an injured running back for that? I didn't know you were going to be pulling out your calculators, man. I thought we were just going to have a couple of cocktails, talk a little trade here. Let's get something done. What do you need me to throw in? You want me to throw in some of that uh, that that nice cocktail sauce we got at Elmo's out here? What do you want me to throw in for this? Well, we just spent a first round on Jalen Waddle. He's unequivocally a hit. So how about you send me JT a first and a second, then we'll talk about it. Okay, JT a first and a second for Waddle. Um, I'm going to need to uh, consult uh, with my gut. Shit, uh, I think I got to go. Uh, we're about to time out. I think you have to get Braxton Berrios because we didn't get this deal done. Um, <laughs> I tried my hardest, uh, but now I need to spin here. This is what's going to happen on this show because now these back-to-back prompts are going to kill me. You're a tough negotiator, Will. You're a tough negotiator. Mm. All right, here we go. Okay, this is a recurring prompt we've done on the show. Uh I have to hide under my desk, and with one second left, you tell me who you want to take. And I have to try to come up and get the pick here. So can you see the clock going down right now? I can. All right, tell me who you want. C.D. Lamb, C.D. Lamb, C.D. Lamb. You know what? You were smart because he was top of the queue, which meant I was going to get auto-drafted that. Oh, my goodness. Let's go. Uh, Beautiful. Um, All right. This is, you're the smartest guest I've ever had because every other time I've had to Houdini my way out to try to click this at the last second. And I was supposed to put a guy in uh, as a punishment, but this is what happens. I was supposed to put Aiden O'Connell in as the punishment, Brett, but because we didn't have enough time to set up the prompt, I didn't get Aiden O'Connell in. (laughs) See, you laugh, but Aiden O'Connell is definitely going to start games to the Raiders this year, so... Wait, I was you gonna say, like, I feel like my entire timeline has been secretly just pushing out Aiden O'Connell propaganda. Like, when what's the over under on when he starts for the Raiders? I mean, it depends on the over under that you believe for Jimmy to get hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. I would also say over under on Jimmy to get benched because McDaniels is coaching for his life right now. And everything that I've heard from people connected to the organization is that Aiden's the real deal. And yeah. that he's not QB2, he's QB1.5. And that the leash is not as long as you think. So I, I think he's coming for that job. And I also think that if he is starting, that boosts Devontae Adams' value because he's actually going to throw it down the field. And Jimmy might not. So I'm I'm kind of ready to just rip that Band-Aid off as soon as humanly possible. Like the second Jimmy doesn't perform, throw Aiden in there. Like what's the worst case scenario like they lose a bunch of games and get caleb williams like oh no (laughs) i I have anything but that i i'm curious about because like that what you just described makes so much sense to me but the one part that doesn't and we've been dealing with this in fantasy drafts of like how do you deal with Devontae adams how do you deal with josh jacobs because if like they're struggling so much that aiden o'connell is coming in like aren't you going to have a veteran superstar like Devontae adams be extremely disgruntled is he going to want to like play his heart out down the stretch for like an, a, a one in seven team or whatever. Not necessarily because if he's performing well in practice, he's going to know that it's the right move. You know, it's the same way that everybody reacted mm. in, in, in San Francisco to Brock Purdy. You know, they had no reason to believe in a seventh round pick except they did because they watched him in practice and they immediately rallied behind him because they knew what he could do. So. 
All right, Brett, you are the king of different scenes for your production. This pick calls for a scene change. We need you to make this pick from a different location, a different camera angle, a different device. You oh, could tap in from your phone. You can give us a new set background, however you deem to All mix right. this up. I'm going to I'm going to do this from my phone with the liquor okay. in the background. How about that? Oh, beautiful. So yeah, you could tap in on the stream yard. I'll drop this uh this view out and I'll pull in your new one here. This is tough. This is tough. I'm not I, gonna lie. I, I know. Okay, I know. entering the studio. Okay, the I'm gonna studio. drop you off from this one here and we're gonna pop in the other one. All right, we'll see if Brett's tapping in here from this new location. We got a few minutes here. I'm gonna bring Brett back in until we get him in the hopper uh, via the phone here. Oh, here he is. All right, we got Brett live from a new location. Holy cow, look at all those nice <laughs> spirits and whiskey uh, behind you, Brett um how are we doing today uh i i will say this is a brand new experience uh as far as doing a fantasy draft but i'm enjoying it yeah i will say you know um the los angeles skyline very pretty i was getting bored with it and so it is nice to kind of get a different <laughs> texture kind of to this broadcast so i appreciate it here Oh, God. How do I see the names? Okay, so this is what I'm going to tell you some names, and then I'm going to spin for the next one because you've already accomplished this prompt. But Amari Cooper, Ramondre, Debo Samuel, Keenan Allen, Jonathan Taylor, DJ Moore, Travis DJ Etienne, Moore. Joe Okay, I'm going to put DJ Moore in the queue, and we're going to spin this wheel for the second prompt here since we're going to go back-to-back -back as Brett broadcasts from a brand-new location here. Oh, man. Brett, this is going to be another one here. Shirt Brothers. Shirt brothers, I think you should both end up with the same shirt on before you make the pick. If not, take Tim Boyle or James Robinson. I don't know if you're familiar with this sketch from I Think You Should Leave, but I think we have to have the same underdog shirt somewhere. So, uh, uh, underdog Hawaiian? I, I think we go underdog Hawaiian. That was the one I knew we at least both had. All right, let me, see, let me go see if I... Okay. We got the underdog Hawaiian. Just got to make sure I'm getting my sh my shirt, brother. Oh, wait a minute. Uh-oh. It's in here. Oh, my goodness. Okay, you had me scared there. I thought you were, like, uh, in the trunk of my car. Hang on. Let me make sure that we're getting – all right, we are going to get DJ Moore, so that's good. And then when you're back here, as long as you got this uh... – all right, I got you back on your old camera here. Oh, baby. Here we go. Where's my shirt, brother? Okay, Brett, you are about to be my shirt, brother. You're going to get to pick whoever you want. We did get DJ Moore here, Ramondre, Travis Etienne, Joe Mixon, Watson. Do you want to stack him up with Fields, uh, Mike Williams? Fields. Fields. Look at this. Look at these shirt brothers getting in picks, broadcasting from different spots. There he is. Nice to, nice to have you here, shirt I brother. I can't believe we pulled that off. <laughs> I, I'm kind of shocked we did, too. We did also, too. we are one of the only people on planet Earth that have these shirts. These were only available at the Underdog Super Bowl house, to my recollection. You know what? I think you're right. Although, one second. I said I was going to do more giveaways. What do I have here that I might have just grabbed? And to all the people watching 
live tonight. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a giveaway going here that only anyone watching live is gonna be eligible for. I appreciate you guys all hanging out. I saw Brett's eyes I, light up. You're like, <laughs> I didn't even think those. I want to emphasize like how these are so rare. I want to emphasize like how rare these are. Yes. There's like 20 of them in the world. <laughs> so it, and the true. only other people that have them are like creators. <laughs> so here you guys go in the StreamYard chat. All you have to do is hashtag shirt brother. And um, later in the show, I will do the drawing here to see who wins one of these. And you saw it in Brett's eyes. These are incredibly rare. I've been sitting on this waiting for the right moment. And this one just naturally popped up as a very organic moment to do this here. Hmm. That's that's honestly like a very good giveaway. Like I've <laughs> been is. I've been I've been begging underdog to send me more of them. They're like, we don't have any more. They don't exist. So you have one of the only maybe the only unopened one in the world. I, you know, we were so Brett and I were both at the uh, underdog house at the Super Bowl and we uh, they had kind of a room with a lot of merch in it. And, you know, I did I did a little sweep through, you know, grabbed a few things and, and saving it for a rainy day. And uh, I did have to grab one of these, Brett. Hopefully that was kosher with the uh, the fine folks at Underdog there. I'm um, jealous. It's very brief to do that. <laughs> oh, it's an amazing shirt. It's like one of my favorite. Like I wear it all the time. People complain that I wear it too much in my videos. So it's like if you had this shirt, you would. Let's be honest. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So what is uh what is your content schedule going to be like this year? You mentioned you were doing that marathon stream on NFL Sunday. What other kind of uh, content can people be looking forward to? Uh, I'm going to be traveling to a few games this year. I, I think I might be going to Dallas for Patriots Cowboys, uh, New York again for Jets Giants. Are you in New York? Where are you? I'm just outside of Boston. Near Foxborough, okay, actually, if you're making your way out this way. I've always wanted to go to Foxborough for a game. Ooh, yeah. What's this? All right. Robber, I hardly knew her. Pete must explain cover one robber and why to Brett. Spoiler alert. I've never heard of this in my life. If Brett <laughs> passes, Pete drafts whoever. Pete knows ball. If not, draft Tom Brady for robbing fans of Super Bowls <laughs> for years. This is um, incredible. Oh my yes. gosh. So cover one robber is when you have a single high safety and he in a lot of ways is like a spy and everyone else does their job and he, his job is to go raid the backfield and steal the golden ring. He is the robber. Everyone else has to cover their man, but that one safety he puts on a balaclava and he just heads with a just a beeline blitz to get in there, kind of Mission Impossible style, secure the golden ring and get out of there. That's that's how I understand uh, cover one robber. How did I do? You know, you were doing so well. You were doing so well for <laughs> so long. When I said long. one high safety, and, did it go all downhill? No, it, that's the thing is it is one high safety and there is a robber, but he doesn't go into the backfield. Uh, he basically sits in a middle zone underneath that high safety to rob the middle of the field. So not to be mm. confused with cover one rat, which is where they play a rat in the hole, which is like a low hole zone. Robber's kind of deeper than that. Some coaches call it cover one cross. Not to get like too deep in the weeds here. So like you were like you were close, but not not quite. 
Okay, so I believe that means we have to take Todd Brady. Uh, I apologize, Brett. You being punished for me not knowing what cover one robber is doesn't seem fair, but I just read the prompts as they come. Um, uh, until we do until have he an... comes out of retirement for the Raiders, just saying. <laughs> okay, so for this next one, the waiting game. Guess the weight of the player you want to draft within two pounds and select them. If not, take the 10th best tight end available. So who do you first want to take? And then we'll, we'll get into guessing their weight. Uh, who do we have? Um, our team right now, we got two quarterbacks, Justin Fields and Todd Brady, three wide receivers. Go to Braxton running back. Garriott, Go to running back. Yeah. Uh, Alexander Madison, Damian Pierce, J.K. Dobbins. Pierce, uh, I'm going to say Pierce is 217. Okay, we're going to go by the Wikipedia weight here. Uh, 218, Brett Coleman is good. You want, Fucking I you go. want Damian Pierce here, right? Let's do Let's it. Take Damian Pierce. Um, Talk to me about Pierce in the in the fantasy streets. People starting to get excited about him potentially having that full bell cow role in Houston. Is Devin Singletary just getting iced? Does Pierce is he going to have a runway for all the touches? I uh, I don't know about all the touches, but definitely the majority of the touches. He'll get a bunch of pass game work as well because uh, he's a better receiver than Singletary. He'll get the low red zone work, uh, and I think the offense is going to be better than people think. It's going to you know not not that it's going to be like elite or anything like that, but they'll get a lot more red zone appearances than they did last year. Uh, mm. Which in the end, for if you're drafting a running back, you're really drafting two things: you're drafting the offensive line and you're drafting the efficiency of the pass game to generate red zone appearances. If you have a good offensive line and you have an offense that generates three-plus red zone appearances a week, you're going to end up doing pretty well. Uh, so I think with those two things, um, Pierce is a very solid get. What are we, round six? Yeah. like Yeah, Damon Pierce is round six all day long. I'm good with that. Yeah, and I, I mean, I've seen in, in my BBM drafts, people have been taking him in the early fifth. This is a randomizer draft. Um, a lot of people around here are wide receiver pilled, and uh, the running backs will often <laughs> will often fall, Brett. Uh, who have been some of your favorite players to, uh, to draft on underdog this season? We didn't get to talk about DJ Moore when we made that selection. You seem pretty excited about him. Uh, yeah, clear number one in Chicago. I think the offense will be a lot better. Assuming the offensive line stays healthy. That's kind of been the one thing throughout camp is the Bears offensive lines got banged up quite a bit, but as long as they're not like complete and total ass, like they were last year, this should be a very improved, uh, uh, offense overall. Um, and you know, fields has never had a true number one and, and more is by far the best receiver there. So he's going to get a huge target share. He's going to get red zone opportunities. They're going to give him, you know, a bunch of receptions in the screen game. Like he, he should be highly productive. So I've been on DJ Moore pretty heavy the whole time. Yeah. And I feel like this one, I, I'm with you. I like DJ Moore a lot. A lot of the projections guys are like, I just can't make the math work to make DJ Moore a good pick where he's going. And then you just watch, it's like, this is the best quarterback he's ever had. You watch him in the preseason. He's electric after the catch. And you're just like, it's going to work out guys. It's going to work out. Um, Underdog Cardio Club, play rock, paper, scissors with Pete. Best out of three. The loser needs to do 25 jumping jacks before the next pick. Are you good at rock, paper, scissors, Brett? I'm decent. Right. Do you go? Okay, so let's just get establish the rules here. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Does that work for you? Oh, we're going we're going after. Okay. 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 You want to call it out? I'll let, I'll let you go. Okay. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. What do you got there? Okay, I'm already down zero one. All right, Scissor. here we go again. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay, I just went <laughs> 0 and 2. So I owe two. All right, so I'm going to spin again, and Brett uh, it gets to make whoever uh, 
who do you want on the board here before I spin again? Anyone that you're noticing that looks good to you? Uh, I'd say Dave Montgomery. Okay. Let me put, uh, oh, did he, did he go? Oh, he, I think he just went. Did he, did just, he just go? go? Oh, he did. He, wow. He went early. Pick 74. He, he went early. Okay. Uh, um, show me I'll receivers. let you decide. Well, okay. I'll show you receivers here. All right. Let me get these in. You can talk this pick through. Ooh, Cortland Sutton, I'm thinking heavy here just because Judy with a grade two hammy. I don't know about that. Um, like Sutton's clearly going to be the target monster in Denver. QJ is an option. No, there goes Pittman. Can you, so, can you get me hyped on, on QJ again? Because all these guys with Josh Palmer run ahead of him in the preseason are trying to harsh my QJ mellow, man. Yeah, but yeah, but rookies always have guys ahead of them in the preseason. <laughs> you know, like once upon a time, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, Pat Mahomes was getting like 10 snaps in a preseason game, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not, I'm not worried about it. Talent is talent. Usually that you want QJ or through. Sutton. You get to get, you get to pick either. I'll here. go Sutton just because I think Sutton's target share is going to be a lot higher with Judy being out. Yeah, I'm with you. I've been trying to get more Sutton. I'm surprised his price hasn't risen more. All right. Two truths and a lie, Brett. You're going to give me two truths and a lie. If I can guess the lie, you draft whoever. If not, um, select Mo Ali Cox here. Uh, <laughs> all right. So I have to give you two truths yes. and a lie. Yes. Um, I started learning French when I was four. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I can say. It. So I started learning French when I was four. I uh, once had a stare down Three with seconds. Warren Sapp. And, oh, man. And I went to USC. Um, I feel like you took the most time on the lie. I, Man, it does seem believable that you would have had a stare down with Warren Sapp, but I'm going to say that was the lie. No, that one was true. <laughs> that one is true. Yeah. Wh which one? Okay. It, the, if you if the lie was right out of the gate that you didn't start learning French when you were four, that was very impressive. That one felt true to me. I didn't. I didn't keep it though because then I started taking Latin in high school and I completely lost French. But I started. I I, uh, I started learning French at this uh, preschool, um, and then I kept it going all the way through eighth grade. And then I was like, I was fluent in French, and then I went to high school and took a different language, and then didn't use French, and then completely lost it. But like, if I was like doing Duolingo or something like that, I would probably pick it up in like three months again if I really wanted to. That's impressive. Uh, well, we did take Moali Cox uh, for you there, very French uh, football player. Uh, what was the third <laughs> one? What was the lie? Uh, that I went to USC. I went to Cal State Fullerton. Oh, okay. The way you threw that one on at the end, you if we had more time, um, I actually still think you would have gotten me because that the USC one was so uh, so casual. It there. seems but believable because it's... <laughs> It, it was right a good there. lie, but but now I have to bite. What's the story behind the Warren Sapp uh, stare down? Oh, Warren, <laughs> Warren's an interesting character. 
No, that was when I that was when I worked NFL Network, uh, and I was a production assistant. And I can't get into the details of it, but he's a he's an interesting guy. Okay, all right, I like that. Just a little, little tea. I mean, I I personally would be pretty terrified to get uh get stared down by uh Warren Sapp. That's a big boy right there. <laughs> oh, he's a massive human, massive yeah. human. Did you what? Who were your favorite players that you got to collaborate with when you worked there? Uh, Dion's awesome. Uh, Ladanian Tomlinson is one of like just the best people ever. Uh, Nate Burleson is such a nice human that he makes me feel uh, like a lesser <laughs> being just being in his presence. Nate Burleson's amazing. Willie McGinnis was great. Um, God, pretty much everybody there was was awesome. Like they like whoever hires players for their talent acquisition does a really really good job yeah i got to do one show with nate burleson a couple years ago and he was awesome uh coach brett here uh quickly draw up a popular offensive play on a piece of paper or a whiteboard or whatever you got oh, next God. to you if pete can guess what it is take whoever if not select dawson knox and i am already terrified to fail this prompt hold on so yeah, you got, you got, you got, a, you got a few minutes. You got a few minutes here. Uh, I'm going to do a final call here as well. Uh, for anyone who's still watching live. Um, if you would like one of the underdog floral polos that Brett and I are wearing, just use hashtag shirt brother in the chat and I'll do a drawing in a couple of rounds here. I just draw up any play, any play. And I could say it could be like, um, like a conceptual play or just like a play that's used all the time. Or it could be like an iconic play. Basically, whatever is identifiable to a person like me who doesn't know ball that well, that's your goal is to dumb it down for me. I'm so terrified. I'm going to get this wrong. And your drawing is probably going to look immaculate and all the no ball bros are going to be like, that's the single high robber in the two high set. Hey, Greg Oreo, you got to do shirt brother as uh, as one word uh, to get the hashtag. Trying to help you out here. All right. It doesn't work like that, Chipsy. It's just one. Um, hang on. Okay, let me go. Oh, my God. I want to know this so bad. All right. Okay. If, if you've two... ever played any kind of match, there's a hundred different variations of this play. We got two guys crossing the tight end and the slot wide receiver, the Z and the X running out routes, the running back stepping up in the flat. The only name I, is this spider two Y banana? <laughs> Come on now. Come um, on. You, you, you play Madden, right? I, I haven't played Madden oh, for, uh, since the so, second Clinton administration. Uh, in West Hollywood, they wear tank tops made out of it. Oh my goodness. Um, I saw, I saw, I got spoiled in the chat. I, I can't, it's mesh mesh. There we go. <laughs> I got spoiled in the chat. Um, uh, all right. If Pete could guess who it is, take whoever, if not, uh, I'm sorry, you got to take Dawson Knox because I didn't get that right. Oh, you're getting That's punished fine. for me. That was a, a great drawing though. <laughs> um, we have to spin again here quickly. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, Should have gone with the to bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, all right, more X's and O's. God, why am I getting run through the ringer here? Give Pete a team, a specific offensive or defensive formation and a player, and if Pete can deliver a believable piece of analysis with those ingredients, take whoever. If not, select Kendrick Bourne. Can you give me a team, an offensive or defensive formation and a player? Raiders. Yep. I formation, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. So the Raiders this year, when they turn over to Aiden O'Connell, they are going to have to rely on the power run game. They're going to put Zamir White at fullback, Josh Jacobs back there. I formation, running the wishbone, pounding the rock, up the middle. Did I do it, Brett? I I will accept that. I will accept that. (laughs) So here's the problem. These back-to-back uh, prompts are killing me because I have no time uh, to let the jury uh, determine if I got the Mad Libs correct. So we did take Kendrick Bourne there. Brett, I apologize because you were drafting probably the worst team in randomizer history, and it's of no fault of your own. You know what? Uh, I will say fantasy is like 80% luck, so I, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if this does okay. All right, let's recap this team here. We got Justin Fields and Tom Brady. I mean, what are the chances? I saw photos of Tom talking with the Raiders, you know, uh, could, could Tom Brady actually rejoin the Raiders this year? Is that within the realm of possibility? I mean, that was the original plan. And then he decided to like, ugh, go be a father and retire mm. and hang with his family. Gross. <laughs> mm. exactly. Who wants that? He, he had, he, he had like one week home with his family and then he's like, I, I need to come up with some other things. <laughs> uh, the rest of this team, we got Damian Pierce as our one running back. And we have five wide receivers, a real mixed bag. Sure, you got CeeDee Lamb, DJ Moore, Cortland Sutton. You also have Kendrick Bourne and Braxton Berrios. And then two tight ends, uh, Knox and Cox, Mo Ali Cox and Dawson Knox. I think you can salvage this, Brad. If anyone can pull it off, it's you. We just we just need some running backs. Uh, is Roshan Johnson on the board? Um, ooh, that's a good question. Let's see. Yeah, he should be available because he's down here in the 140s. Yeah, yeah, we still got, we still got Roshan All cover right, for so... sure. And then, so my, in my back pocket, I got Roshan Johnson and Ty Chandler. Yes. Okay. I'm excited to talk to you about those guys. Um, also, let's do this giveaway here. I appreciate everyone who's watching live. I want to make sure we are rewarding uh, those of you who entered. We are spinning. This is for the underdog polo here. Who do we got? Who do we got? Who do we got? Oh, it's my guy, Willis. It's my guy, Willis. Uh, Willis is my accountant. We, uh, we're going to hook Willis up with this underdog shirt. Congratulations, Willis. No better person to win than Willis is awesome. Real quick before we spin the wheel. Um, actually, I don't want to mush the, the Roshan pick, but I feel like the Bears backfield has been interesting here. Are you Roshan over Khalil Herbert cost adjusted uh, with their prices? At their current prices, uh, yeah, Roshan's going a lot. Ooh, what's this? I have to play the okay, NXT. Yeah, Puerto we Rico can say the movie The Little Giants. Oh God, I'm trying to remember what they did. Um, I'm gonna read this prompt for the audio listeners here. Do you know Ball Bro? This one's for Brett. I describe the play, the annexation of Puerto Rico from the movie The Little Giants. If not, select a truly little giant, Wandell Robinson. If I recall it wasn't it wasn't like a Statue of Liberty, it was like a I think they took the snap and then they like handed it behind the back. Right? Is that how it was? He handed it behind the back to the running back and then they ran through. You're it's close. Oh yeah, no, 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 so- no. I think I think it was I think they faked a snap and then they ran the play, and then like the center still had the ball or something like that. 
I think that's what it yeah. was. And it's it's named after the famous Fumble Ruski. So Kevin shouts out its actual name as it occurs, shouting Fumble Ruski, Fumble Ruski. The play includes three different ball carriers utilizing the hook and lateral from Zoltek to Junior and finally to Berman, who scores the Giants' 99-yard game-winning touchdown. The hook and ladder in the Fumble Ruski there. It's been years since I've seen that movie. I, I, don't, I think I've seen Little Giants. I don't think I've seen it for 20 years, maybe. I, I kind of want to. You know what, Brett? That would honestly be a great piece of content for you to go and breaking watch down that. the annexation of Puerto Rico. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, that would do numbers. I mean, you're not, your stuff's going to do numbers regardless, but people would eat that up as an off-season. That's thing. actually a really good idea doing a scheme breakdown on the annexation of Puerto Rico. I like that. There idea. it is. Um, all right, uh, you are going to have to draft Wandale Robinson though. Uh, a That's little fine. giant. It's fine. Himself. I believe in Wandale. Yeah, ML said, dude, just take him either way. Uh, It's just a good pick. Um, All right, so now it's my turn for a set upgrade. Brett gives Pete a set upgrade idea. And if I can successfully execute this before the next pick, draft whoever. If not, select Amir Smith, Marset. Um, I am in my standing desk here. I got my underdog light on. I do have different lights available. I do have a different webcam available. Do you got any ideas for me right now? Change the light from blue to yellow to okay. go all in on underdog colors. Yes, I can do that. Um, let me get to my app here. Uh, that's a little dark. How about this? How about that? There we go. Oh, okay. Right. Chromatic color palette. How we? How all right, we you're right. Now that I, because the with my pink shirt, the blue was looking good, but now that we're shirt brothers wearing this underdog stuff, I think this is nice. You you did it, man. Yeah monochromatic let's go how how also, much so also uh, you gotta the, the separate from the challenge you should do quick. a splashlight hang so. on we, we you gotta pick who do you want we have one second uh jameson 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 okay you're gonna get him you're gonna get him um go, go, hang go. on talk to me about a splashlight i'm all ears a splashlight on the surfboard you gotta light it up i know okay so i i've been wanting to figure that out what's your what's your suggestion like just a low light going up yeah, so like even uh, even just like one of the little aperture MCs, the MC lights, okay. probably would would provide just enough light to splash it on the surfboard, let All it right. pop in I'm the gonna... background. Plus, I assume All the right. app you just used was Sidus Link, right? Uh, no, I I have the Hue, uh, the uh, Hue light system. So I have like the little one, and then I have them up here, so I can do all the different ones. And I do actually have a couple lights down there, but they're not powerful enough to uplight it. Mm, gotcha. How much did I, I assume? Are you? You said you were a production assistant, so I assume you like learned a good bit there. Are you self-taught with all this stuff? Because you do pull off some impressive uh, sets. How did you? How did you get so good at that? You know, I didn't do uh, pretty much any set designer lighting whatsoever in TV. So that part, I'm just kind of self-taught ever since I started doing YouTube, and I use mm-hmm. YouTube videos to learn how to do shit. Um, and, but I, when I was at NFL Network, most of the work that I was doing was either writing or you know, uh, you know, kind of designing segments or most of the time being in the edit bay and doing like edit work and stuff like that. So yeah. all of the actual like set design, lighting, shooting, everything like that has all over time had to be self-taught over the course of like six, seven years. Yeah. I, that, cause I, I, de- I'm always so impressed like you and, and Nick BDG is another good one. Who's always taken like his show and his stuff on the road. And I'm, I'm just like, 
man. I, I get so like frazzled being like having to bring all my equipment and figure it out. And I've, I've every like live show I've done too has had some kind of tech difficulty. And I think my brain has just been like, I, I'm not taking this on. I've waved, I've waved the white flag and then I see your stuff and I'm like, I get inspired to want to try more ambitious stuff. Wait until you see uh, BDGE's documentary on their live draft weekend that they're working on sick. right now. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's awesome. Uh, I'm excited to see that here. Um, this prompt came in from our guy, Nez, at the Badge Bros Family Guy, Anthony Seth McFarland breakout season. Brett must sing the Family Guy theme song without air. Jeez, Nez. Or draft Anthony McFarland. Now, I'm not privy to, Is are you a big Family Guy guy? I, I think I might be able to do this. Okay. Without error? I mean, just we're, we're gonna mm. we're gonna cut you some slack here. All right. That's. It seems today that all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. But where those good old fashioned values on which we used to rely? What did they say? Talking, talking about a family Lucky. guy. Lucky there's a. Lucky there's a man who positively can do everything that makes us laugh and cry. It's a family guy. <laughs> is, that, is that did I get it right? Yeah, yeah you were like you were like ninety eight percent there. I did just pull up the Does lyrics to it. You track. I'm, Nez is Nez is saying it. They're giving it. They're giving it to you here. Uh, beautiful. Um, yeah, I was pulling up the uh, the lyrics real quick here on uh, on YouTube. Um, so you are going to get to pick whoever you want. But again, because we're back to back, I'm going to spin this wheel. <sighs> okay, Brett, this is this has been man. The turn on the randomizer is just absolutely brutal. Um, That's hard. Okay, pick a number between one and a hundred, and then this is going to unlock a special challenge. Can you give me a number here? Twenty three. Okay, twenty three. The special challenge is. Go to Brett's YouTube and scroll down that many videos. Draft a player referenced in that video. Um, all oh, right, shit. let me, one sec. First, we're going to make sure we get this pick because you did successfully do the family guy here. Um, what, uh, who do you want to pick here first? Uh, Roshan. Okay, let's do that. Um, and, okay. Uh, all right, so we're going to go to videos. We're going to go down, all right, 4, 8, 12, 16, 20, 23. Patrick Mahomes, that would be awesome, except he's gone. Do you know anyone else referenced in that video? Oh, shit, Roshan's gone, dude. Willis uh, Ty Chandler. Ty Chandler. Okay. That I can do. Um, anyone do you remember referenced in this, uh, in this Mahomes video? Referenced in that Mahomes video? Um, Chargers Maybe defense? <laughs> Maybe, are there any other chargers wide receivers like an mvs oh, right oh right we don't do we don't do defense uh man oh justin ross ceh or richie or richie james wouldn't have been there yet justin watson maybe justin uh ceh i think i think ceh was mentioned okay i apologize but we're gonna you, you have to select ceh right now i'm i'm like 90 percent sure he was mentioned Okay. Uh, what does uh, for what's the cliffs now on on this video? Uh, Patrick Mahomes even elevated his game even beyond uh, what people thought was imaginable. 
a lot of it is just like how they transition to being a quick game, heavy offense. Um, you know, everybody always thinks of the chiefs as like stretching the field and throwing bombs and everything like that. But last year, a, they led the league in 12 and 13 personnel. So there were a bunch of tight ends on the field. It's like Noah gray, I think also would have been one that you could draft. Um, yeah, but they ran, they ran the ball more than we're used to seeing. They played a ball control type of offense, a lot of quick game, a lot of multi tight end sets. And they were also more efficient than ever because Patrick Mahomes isn't somebody who just has to bomb it down the field. He can also play keep away by just working the quick game over and over and over again. So if I recall correctly, that was the general uh, thesis of that video was that uh, even, even the chiefs last year, despite everything that we know them to be were first tied for first in terms of percentage of their passing yards that came after the catch they were tied with the 49ers and they were also like one of the three lowest average depth of target as well a uh, couple of quick things here from the chat ben says brett's channel and podcast are definitely one of the most improved things he's always had entertaining content but the production quality on youtube is game changing love to hear it from ben willis loved you, you in the bdge trivia stuff over the weekend i saw a few of those clips uh floating around and uh willis is a- apologizing about stealing roshan for you and then as ben points out willis oh. is stealing the shirt and the picks from, <laughs> from us tonight yeah. brutal and this brutal. was going to be my question that historical anomalies asked because this is another like fantasy clusterfuck here of what we're doing with the wide receivers we had the quote from brett beach today about ross mm. and um rashi rice being rotational guys how are you playing the chiefs wide receivers by drafting kelsey okay yeah i i like sky i think is somebody who could emerge um Kadarius is is arguably the most talented but do you trust him to be on the field um and then i like justin ross a lot and i also think that rasheed might have a a future but do i expect them to get more than like a a double digit target share as rookies in this offense. Again, knowing that they're going to put a lot of tight ends on the field, they might only have two receivers on the field at a time. So it's probably going to be MVS and either sky or Tony. Um, Yeah. I don't know if they're only getting snaps in 11 and not in 12 or 13 personnel. I don't, I don't know if I could trust it. Let's uh, let's circle back to this, Brett. I need you to draw who you want to select. Do you still have that pen and paper nearby? Um, I'm going to show you the draft board here. You can tell me to go to any position. Um, I'm terrified. I'm I'm having a rough show. I feel like I'm going to botch this again. Um, But do you want me to go to a tab here, a positional tab? Uh, Running back. Okay. We're going to running back. Top of the board, uh, Devin Singletary, Zamir White, uh, Deuce Vaughn, Gus Edwards, Chuba Hubbard, Deion Jackson, Deontay Foreman, Ford, Hull. And I'm going to spin again while you're drawing this. Oh, and I do have to put Rivercraft in the... uh... Okay. Oh, my... Hang on real quick. Oh, my goodness. I got to go. Oh, it's the the Colts. Uh, JT's job is mine. It's Evan Hull. It's Evan Hull. Or is it Deion Jackson? It's is it Deion Jackson? That was uh, my no, guess. it's Hall. It's Hall. Oh my god! I think I'm gonna allow it. I mean, come on! They're the oh, god damn it. 
I think Hole's going to get all the catches. I did technically say Evan Hole first. You, you technically did say Hole first. That was yes. your first instinct. And it was mine as well. Okay. We got Evan Hole. Uh, bolt up. Brett has been collabing on videos with the Chargers. Leak us a fantasy sleeper from the Chargers from your front row seat and explain why they should be the pick. Uh, well, I think he's gone. Is QJ gone? Yeah, he's gone. Can you sell me on Joshua Palmer, Joshua Kelly, Isaiah Spiller? Uh, I could definitely sell you on Josh Palmer. I do think yeah, he is going to get him. plenty of snaps. You know, eventually yeah. QJ is going to be the third guy in 11, but I wouldn't be surprised if Palmer plays more than him early on. And if either uh, Keenan or Mike unfortunately go down, which we know that that is not an impossibility uh, given their histories. Palmer is going to be on the field for the majority of this. Now this is going to be a very 11 personnel uh, heavy offense to me, not and Kellen played a lot of 12 when they were in Dallas, but I don't necessarily think that their tight ends are the same uh, with the chargers. Um, so I think they're going to be leaning more onto 11 than, than Kellen did uh, in Dallas. So um, again, Palmer will be getting a bunch of snaps just, natively you know swapping out between all those other guys but if one of them happens to get hurt palmer's gonna be on the field every single play so uh yeah getting him this late in what are we the 16th round yeah why not what um plus, how in, big plus in september ever... i think he's gonna play more than quentin in september right how, how big of a change is this uh going to kellen Moore? like how substantial is that as far as just like the overall upside of the offense in your opinion Play calling sequencing is going to be better, meaning stringing together concepts that work well together, you know, things that look the same to kind of get the defense to bite on certain things. Um, I think that there will be more attacking vertically down the field, uh, which was sorely missed last year. Um, and I think that overall having a young offensive coordinator who played quarterback that speaks the language is going to be good for Justin, right? Cause Kellen understands the things that Justin's going through back there. And yeah. so that helps with communication when honestly, when the offensive coordinator is a quarterback, it helps him understand the quarterback and what are the difficulties with certain reads against certain looks and how can we tweak things and you know, all that kind of stuff. So I think the communication will be better between, uh, between Kellen and uh and justin and also just overall more aggression is is gonna yeah. be happening if you had to rank how you thought the chargers wide receivers would score in the fantasy playoffs so only weeks 15 to 17 how would you rank those three main wide receivers Ooh. so in week 15 to 17 pulling up their schedule they play against the raiders they play against the bills and they play against the Broncos. Mm. Schematically speaking, in terms of how those teams run a lot of their coverage structures, big play opportunities are probably going to be coming more from inside threats than outside threats. So if I'm assuming that QJ is going to be playing more of a big slot role for them at that point in the year, rather than playing outside with Keenan in the slot, I think that if anybody's going to be getting one-on-ones down the field against all these quarter-heavy teams or quarters-heavy teams, it's going to be QJ. So, it, it, again, because also, again, Mike Williams is going to have to go against Patrick Sertan outside. Mm. Um, Mike is going to have to go uh, against, um, you know, the, the Bills corners on the outside. 
and QJ is going to get matched up against safeties and everything like that. So I, I would probably say Q again, this is just shot just in the dark to- three months. No, out. no, but it's, this is what we're all dreaming about is the fantasy plus. So I love it. It's, it's just uh, uh, no schematically what those teams run like a big fast six, three slot receiver is going to end up with, with pretty good matchups. I'm, I'm so excited. I, I've been clicking QJ a ton. I'm super excited about him uh, this year. As Meatwad says, Pete's head nod. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm signing off on any QJ hype here. Uh, film room. Brett writes down three favorite movies from his childhood. Pete gets three guesses with hints to get one correct. If he does draft whoever, otherwise draft uh, Chosen Anderson, Chosen Wes Anderson. Man, this is going to... Do you mind me asking, Brett, just for this one, how old you are so I could kind of loosely try to place an era here 32 okay holy shit right all right mm. all right so i have to write down three favorite movies from my childhood uh, how yes are we also are we also are we also counting teenage years as childhood um sure because that's going to take you into the 2000s um yeah let's let, let's go ahead we can count that oh man we're gonna have to move quickly holy cow everyone just snap picking right now oh my god and so i i have to give you hints um i'm gonna try like so you're you're a football guy i i'm gonna say friday night lights uh close but no okay no 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 sports movies so am i allowed to give you a hint yeah give me a hint uh adventure movie uh okay. actor recently made oh, a big shit. comeback into the film scene by starring in a drama but this is like an action adventure from the early 2000s they tried to reboot it with tom cruise and failed miserably wow um sorry and we did just time out on Devonte parker because everyone picks so fast um adventure movie that they tried to reboot with i mean I'm not classic not, movie not, monster. It's not Jumanji, right? No, that wasn't. No. Okay. They they did a sequel with The Rock. Did the chat spoil it here? Yeah, it's the mummy. The mummy. The, <laughs> the, mummy. the OG mummy. The OG mummy with Brendan. The Fraser OG. Awesome. Okay. Uh, and this is this was so brutal. Everyone picked uh so quickly, but we're gonna retroactively do this last prompt here. Although I do want to guess another one of your your favorite movies here. Um, you said no okay. sports movies. Uh, you did mention. The did other French. one is um, yeah. known for very long tracking shots and oh. specifically one where they're driving through a forest and they get ambushed by a giant mob of people. Okay. Julianne Ooh. Moore's in it. Okay. I was thinking like the last movie I remember that had like really long tracking shots was Birdman. Um, but that's, that would be too new for your childhood. Cause that was like 10 years ago. Um, I want to say this movie must've been 15, 16 years ago at this point. Okay. Uh, it was in like shot. that. It was in that interesting Clive era, uh, Clive, Clive Owen era of Hollywood where mm. he was like in everything. Yeah. Chat. Do you, do you guys got this one here? Willis says blood diamond. Nope. Nope. Eat, sleep, pray. It's about, uh, it's about it's about an apocalyptic scenario, so to speak. Okay. And and there uh, is 
slight hope for humanity that must be it, 28 days later uh no same general era but no okay um man apocalyptic man it's a very uh, oh, movie children of men yes that's a children i've read the book i still have never seen the movie uh that Great okay movie. that all right movie. there you go um jurassic park would probably be a good guess there uh children of men i need to check that one out um brett so we what happened there is because the picks were flying so fast uh, we just got auto drafted Devonte marker and kyler murray um but i was too uh wrapped up into playing this game here um let's do the last uh, prompt here which was a trivia one where you need to pick between one and a hundred and i'm going to pull up a trivia question here so give me one to a hundred again here 80 80 okay let me pull this up some of these were really easy some of them were harder um let's see how Okay, this is actually, so this is from like general NFL trivia. Some of it's like really old. This one you should get. Uh, this is stupid. I don't even want to read this one. Can teams catch a kickoff or punt and return it for a touchdown? This is so stupid. Um, <laughs> let me. Yeah, here, you want me to give you a new number? Yes, give me a new number because some of them are hard. 99. I think all the late ones are the easy ones. Okay, no, here we go. True or false? A mouth guard is not mandatory when playing football. In the NFL, I don't believe it is. It says false. Uh, it says false. Uh, a mouth guard is not mandatory. So we got the double negative there. Uh, so it is it is mandatory. Um, Interesting. But I see, quarter, I see quarterbacks not wear it all the time. I'm going to give you one more question here. Or give me one more. Give me one more number. Give me like in the... Uh, the 40s and 50s okay ted um which player has won the most nfl mvp awards i think peyton uh peyton at five i think it was right yep i'm gonna go Peyton. you got it 2003 2004 2008 9 13 um just because i'm having fun one more uh let's go 56 okay 56 final trivia question here Ooh, this is a fun one. Uh, what was the lowest scoring Super Bowl game ever? Ooh, uh, ooh man, Rams Patriots might have been close. You're correct. Hey, well, okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Super Bowl 53. Man, I remember watching that. The score was 13 to 3. That was the, wasn't Wes Welker? Was he the MVP that one? Uh, or am I thinking no, Edelman? I think or was it Edelman was the MVP? I think it was either Edelman or it was Gronk because yeah. Gronk had that catch to or not or maybe it was Sonny Michelle. Super Bowl fifty three. It was it was him. It was Julian Edelman. Yeah. Okay. Which is wild. Um. All right, Brett. I'm gonna recap this team, even though um, it's so you know, bad. There were, it's it is probably the worst randomizer team, and it, it, again, it's not even your fault. Um. Here is the team: quarterbacks Justin Fields, Tom Brady, Kyler Murray. Uh, running backs, Damian Pierce, Ty Chandler, CEH, and Evan Hall. Wide receivers, Braxton Berrios, CD Lamb, DJ Bohr, Cortland Sutton, Kedrick Bourne, Wandell Robinson, and Jamison Williams, and Josh, I forgot we had so many wide receivers, Joshua Palmer and Devontae Parker, tight ends, Mo Alley-Cox, and Dawson Knox. Incredible team, Brett. Incredible I team. mean, receiver ain't bad. Like, it's not, not horrible. No. Receiver. Everything else is trash, but it's not a horrible receiver. 
I will say for teams that start with Braxton Berrios as their first wide receiver, you recovered very nicely after that. You certainly not did. just first receiver, first pick, period. Yes. Um, and that's right. As Chipsy says, this Justin Fields, DJ Moore stack, it's going to take you to the promised land uh, this year. Brett, you were phenomenal. It was a blast doing the show with you. You mentioned the live stream. Of course, we got the YouTube channel. Anything else you'd like people to check out over the coming days and weeks? Uh, over on, I think it's going up. You know how the NFL has their main channel and then they have NFL throwback and, and everything like that. I think on NFL throwback, they're posting a video that I've been doing with them on uh, building the perfect wide or yeah, building the perfect wide receiver out of all the receivers the last 20 years. So like taking different traits from different receivers and building like the ideal receiver. Uh, and then I have a video on QJ going live on the chargers channel pretty soon here. And then so I just released the Gino episode, but I got a Deandre Hopkins episode that I shot over in Brooklyn going live tomorrow. And then I got Dexter Lawrence episode going live after that. So a lot, a lot coming out. Then I got the bootleg football podcast. We just put an episode out there. So it's, it's diversified. I love it. Um, I'm very excited about the QJ one. Uh, again, you, you saw my, my bias shining through there cause I've been drafting him a lot. And so you kind of get me hyped of him playing big slot down the stretch for the chargers in a Kellen Moore offense. Uh, it sounds like a very fun time for me and QJ there. I think he's going to do well. He's going to do well. Um, all right, guys, I appreciate it. Uh, the chat loved it. Uh, thank you again. And thank you, uh, you guys for, uh, watching all summer. I know this is a show that we only do in the summer months, but I, I look forward to it every single year. Obviously next week, the NFL season kicks off. I will be in Vegas. So no more randomizer shows, but we had an awesome year. Also want to give a shout out to the production team. We got Nick and Phil and Lou dog who've been helping with prompts and with, you know, uh, getting media clips and planning for shows and all of the bits we've done around here. So thank you to you guys. Thank you to everyone who's subscribed on the channel tomorrow. I wrap up my 150 streamed drafts. We're having a marathon kicking off at 10 AM. So please tune in for that as we wave goodbye to best ball summer for Brett. I'm Pete. Thank you to Underdog. Thank you to Fantasy Life. Love you guys all. Have a wonderful night. Peace. Peace.